Welcome back, guys, to another roundtable. My name is Adam. I have Rusman. Hello. Victor. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to talk about China. An yep. update on China and what's happening there. And of course, Chinese tech. I think this is something that a lot of you have asked about in the comments. And China is a big market. And you know, the last, you know, when last year we kind of covered China here and there, uh, things weren't looking so good. I mean, uh, a lot of regulation from the government. There was a uh, China Evergrande uh, crisis, crisis as well. COVID. Yeah, and China wasn't open for business, so everything was looking really bad. Yeah, so and there was also a report that said they are uninvestable. Uninvestable, yeah, <laughs> that was a big <laughs> yes. word as well from JP yeah. Morgan. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, stuff like that was really, really, uh, you know, it was a lot of bad news in China. And now things are maybe looking a bit different. So we want to cover, you know, what's happening in China and, you know, what we can expect moving forward as well. So maybe just, uh, you know, where is China right now? I think the first thing I think that everyone look at is the GDP, right? So you look at GDP for China last year, they actually targeted to hit 5.5% GDP growth, right? But they only managed to grow at 3%. And that was largely due to the uh, zero COVID policy. And they're dealing with uh, Omicron, which are, highly transmissible and then they decided to abandon that strategy and of course this year we are hearing a good news and where China is opening up and now they set the target to hit the GDP at about 5%. So I think they are pretty much on track there, right? Uh, it won't probably won't be as bad as compared to last year because there was so much negativity last year, right? Especially you have here uh, China Grande crisis and uh, there was the time the crisis, I remember that they deemed it as the next lemon moment. Okay. Right, where it can be quite catastrophic and uh, it can be a big, big, huge crisis that affect the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you know, because uh, China Evergrande, of course, they failed the three red lines that the Chinese regulator actually implemented. Basically, they are overly leveraged, and because of that, they, they got into liquidity issue, and then some a lot millions of homes were not delivered, right? Of course, this year and last year, late last year, government have been trying to work, in, work with them to deliver those homes, but you know, looking at the last one here, I mean how things have panned out, it wasn't a lemon moment, right? It wasn't as bad as what we expect. I mean, we did a discussion on the round table at previously, so we didn't expect a next lemon moment, right, for the Chinese market. Because if you look at the recent uh, opening up, you know, in terms of uh, Chinese market, uh, the property housing market actually is rebounding quite strongly. Okay, so that is the trend that I think we are seeing is reversing. But of course, the underlying issue related to those uh, heavily geared property developers are still, uh, now there are still a problem there. So they actually will working on those issues and start restructuring some of the loans there, okay? And if you look at the last year, I think mainly where, where we cover is actually the Chinese tech, right? And uh, there were a lot of bad news because it first started off with Angroup, right? It was suspended, the IPO, and that start the whole stretch of regulation that start to kick in, right? And then subsequently, of course, you have edutech companies that got, you know, Demolish. Yeah, right? this is wiped the, off. The wipe off, right? <laughs> the and face today, of the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and that was when people started to think that you know Chinese government can do whatever they want, yeah. right? And they, in private businesses now have to be afraid because one day and the next day when they wake up, the business may be gone, yeah. right? And so of that's course, the first phase of uh, share dumping for Chinese. A lot stocks, of Chinese so. stock, yeah. and then since then the share price, a lot of a lot of Chinese companies started to crash, and then you along the way you hear Alibaba got fined two point eight billion you know, because of the team monopoly rules, uh, they breached that. And of course, uh, Meitan also got fine, right? And there was a lot of uh, bad news. And then you have TT app got suspended, if you guys still remember, and they were not allowed to sign up new users, okay? And of course, subsequently, you see uh, Tencent gaming business uh, got uh, also the game new licenses, they are actually being suspended because, uh, you know, media actually says that they are being labeled as uh, 
pressure opium, opium yeah. right, which is a very strong word at that point of time. And no, that basically the whole lot of last year was very intense mm -hmm. if you invest in Chinese tech, right? And because of that, uh, you see the whole sector of uh, Hansen Tech ETF down about uh, 66% and then it got worse late of last year when uh, Xi Jinping re-elected again as a president of China which is kind of like expected but you know things really got really the market out. just didn't like that right yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. like that and of course uh, you still remember there was also a lot of uh, ADR delisting threat on Chinese company or rather foreign companies right if if US government PBOC cannot get access to the audit file this company may get delisted from the US stock exchange. And that's where people started to say that, oh, China is uninvestable. People start dumping the share and then they, some of them, they want to invest in China, they go straight into a Hong Kong market to buy those Hong Kong share, okay? And, you know, things just got worse when uh, Xi Jinping started to say about common prosperity. And then people started to believe that, oh, the day where profitable companies like Chinese tech will be gone. Right? And because Alibaba and Tencent, I think they want to donate 50 they, billion yeah. to the, the Chinese government. Yeah. And they are playing their roles to you know support the country goals, like, which every company usually have to do if you are uh, in China, right? But you know that those those negativity was at the peak, right? And that's where we saw JP Morgan reports uh, coming out, right? And of course today, as you look back uh, this year, okay, things are being unwinded. You get to see. Uh, you don't really hear big fines like Alibaba or Meituan. Probably moving forward, there will still be smaller fines along here and there if they breach certain things that uh, didn't pass the regulator criteria. Okay, and of course you also see uh, gaming. You know, licenses are now being issued. Even the foreign important games are being issued out, not just to Tencent but to all those uh, companies like NetEase and other smaller gaming companies in China. And of course, TT app now is being resumed back. Right, they can sign up new user after they pass the cybersecurity uh, no, tests and all that stuff. Okay, so and of course, most importantly, uh, now the PCOB get access to the audit file of Chinese companies. Right, so yeah. the investigation is still going. Okay, that doesn't mean that uh, Chinese companies are free from fraud. Right, mm -hmm. so basically, now we get to hear a lot of uh, positivity surrounding yeah. the Chinese market and particularly with the Chinese tech earlier this year and yeah. even until uh, today. So yeah. basically, the message, the messaging has entirely changed this year. Yes, yep. regarding Chinese yeah. companies and all, and that, that has come from the government level as well. Yes, yeah, the regulator. In fact, um, when you know, last year when a lot of people thought that private businesses would no longer be as relevant in the future because of China, China turning inward. Now is actually we are seeing you know the officials are coming out repeatedly saying that you know we support private businesses and we want to basically grow them right and uh and that has been the case right they have been uh primarily you know it has been very supportive in opening up the china market and the reform okay so that has been the case and of course uh when n group you know ipo got suspended because of everybody started to blame jack ma for saying things that shouldn't he shouldn't say right mm -hmm. and then after the ipo saga he disappeared yeah. And now Jack Ma is back. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is talking about China and everyone is very happy that Jack Ma is back because yeah. it's a sign that the government are actually supporting private businesses and whether you like it or not, Jack Ma is still, uh, you know, that role model in China when it comes to entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, here his story is also pretty impressive, right? Yeah. How he ended up become a you know, richest man in China at one point, right? So, uh, and that was before the crash or all this yeah. thing, right? <laughs> still, right. still very rich man though. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And of course, uh, you know, recently, of course, we hear Alibaba, you know, going to 
uh, split out into six yeah. uh, business units and each of them will be run independently in the future right and that's part of the rally Mm-hmm. of the entire sector but even with that rally i think we are uh, looking at the hansing tech index at the today's of recording it is still down 61 percent okay so <laughs> so could you say i mean would you say that the chinese tech have recovered or is still not yet there uh, i mean despite all the good news this year it it technically has recovered from its low late of last year okay. because it was down 71 percent at one stage when the political handover at the time right and uh, now it has rebounded. I think it was up like you no know, thirty, forty, to fifty percent. Earlier this year was there was a quick rebound, and then but and then it softened again. Uh, and recently, I think we are seeing more rally, especially after the Alibaba announcement. Okay, but it's still down sixty one percent. Okay. Yeah. Right. And if you look at share price of Alibaba and Tencent, if you measure from the peak, uh, Tencent is still down almost fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alibaba is still down about close to sixty eight percent. All right, but yeah. this is based on share price. Share price. Yeah, I mean, yeah. share prices can move up and down. I think the main question as investors, if you're looking at the fundamentals, is whether the business has changed. Yes. Whether yeah. the, the the fundamentals are still intact, whether they're still you know very profitable companies, uh, or I, I mean they're still dominant in their in their fields. Yeah. So for for that, I think if you look at the things that have changed uh, before the regulation, after the regulation, and you look at the the numbers that Tencent and Alibaba reports to you. They are still largely the same. Of course, you have some units that come down, some units that do well, some units that didn't do well. Uh, but if you look at the Tencent, you know, they are still in the gaming business. Okay, those domestic games. Uh, of course, if you compare to the year FY uh, twenty twenty when the reported is down about four percent. Okay, but you no, know, that was comparing with the year where twenty twenty one we saw a good year and twenty twenty two was a terrible year in China, right? But you know, it was a drop of four percent for their gaming side business. Of course, Tencent is more than just gaming, right? They do have their online ads, which also suffered last year, okay, down about 7% on the full year basis. Uh, and they also have other businesses like their FinTech and uh, business services, right? So, so those part, generally overall, if you look at the uh, whole uh, revenue, it was down 1%. Okay, so <laughs> just flat. Flat, yeah. yeah, so it was flat. But if you look at their non uh, I- IRS uh, net profit, okay, uh, operating profit is actually down about 4%. Okay. Okay. So, and most of their businesses are still there, right? Mm-hmm. Even after the regulation. Of course, those nitty gritty stuff, the operational level, cybersecurity, you know, data leakage and all that, they have tightened up, okay? And they were fine, but a small amount. Okay. Alibaba got hit harder, okay? But those days, I mean, those regulations never really affect them that much. Of course, it does affect their growth, okay? Because of the new uh, gaming license that was suspended last year, so they couldn't actually grow it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so that's for ten cent. Okay, and if you look at uh, Alibaba, okay, if you look at their business, their core business is your Taobao, right? Tmall, right? And that's actually under their China commerce side. Okay, so if you look at year to year comparison, that business also has declined a little bit, right? So I think single digit region. Okay, but if you look at the uh, they do have an international commerce like your Lazada and they do have a cloud China which is a logistic arm and lo- local consumer uh, services which is uh, yeah the 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 food delivery mm-hmm. side of their business in China and of course if you look at the consolidated basis uh, revenue uh, basically up mm. for Alibaba okay but their adjusted EBITDA is actually down by uh, single digit okay, okay. so 
if you look at Tencent, the two biggest tech in China, actually their performance for full year 2022 is not that bad. I okay. mean, they held up quite well in an environment where it was so challenging, right? They have a, this strict uh, zero COVID policy in China. There were multiple lockdowns right, in early April, May, and then later last year was terrible. Okay, mm. And they delivered this kind of result. Okay, And yet their share price crashed by 70, 80% at one stage. Yep, yep, <laughs> okay, yep. But now they are still down, but they are recovering. All right. Yeah. So what you're saying is, you know, despite all the bad news, all the regulation, all the doom and gloom, yes. zero COVID, basically, you, you can't really do business, right? Yeah. They still gave that uh, a pretty decent performance, performance, in your opinion. It was like yeah. flat. Um, but then now it's like, what you're saying is that the modes are still intact. Yes. They're still the big boys in the yep. company. The businesses are, st- are still there. It's still running. Yeah. They still have a captive audience and everything. Yeah. So again, if you go to China, you can't live without WeChat, yeah. right? And okay. of course, you also will shop on Taobao. So these are the products that <laughs> yeah. you were going to use. So they, they haven't gone away chance. anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I think to give a better perspective is if you were to look at Alibaba right now, the price is very close to the IPO price. Okay. But since IPO until now, their cash flow has actually grown six times. Okay, so you could say the business has grown six times. Yeah. yeah. But it's still the same price. It's still the same price. <laughs> in terms of the share yeah. price, yeah. Yeah, grown bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So valuation multiple have compressed significantly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and because that was mainly due to the last year where there was intense bad news that yep. were affecting the market and a lot of foreign funds are actually pulling out of uh, China because of this uninvestable situation. Yeah, in fact, if you look yeah. at Alibaba's uh, TTM, uh, okay. TTM uh, 12, 12 months yep. uh, result, their cash flow is actually slightly higher than the full year of, the, of their 2022. Right. Okay. I mean, the, the TTM 2023 is actually their 2022, yeah, but it's yeah. higher than the 2021, right? It's like they've grown up. I think a lot of the uh, Chinese tax, they also try to, like the US tax, they also cut down on the expenses and all yeah, this, right? So they did a lot of rationalizations yeah. uh, last year. Uh, I mean, they lay off employees, which is what we are seeing with a lot of uh, US tax as well. And now they are a lot leaner in terms of uh, structure. And they cut off a lot of uh, unsustainable business where they give out yep. a lot of incentives, especially like their group buying and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, and that has has been more rationalized. So they're now focusing more on quality growth, correct? Mm-hmm. Right, profitable yeah. growth. Those non-profitable business, like in the case of their cloud business for Tencent, they are also cutting it off, right? Yeah, they okay. just want to focus on those yeah. uh, profitable business. Well, of course, competitions are growing. Of course, uh, if you look at uh, TikTok or or TikTok or Toying in mm-hmm. version yeah, yes, of uh, Chinese version. Of course, that competition is coming in. Uh, you know, markets are getting more crowded, and people are nowadays also short on uh, Toying, right? To to do their live stream and then uh, you know live sh- and then those uh, short video type of uh, commerce, right? So mm-hmm. that that's, those will affect the competition landscape, okay? But largely, you know, with, even with that competition, these two giants are still holding up quite well despite the tough. Yeah, that we, yeah. we we actually see basically they are not sitting still uh. they mm-hmm. are doing yeah. something to fight off the towing yeah? yeah I think what's interesting for me is that I I mean we went through the, the worst of Chinese news yep. everything was really like I said doom and gloom but I, it's just surprising to me like within now it's 2023 it's a new year the narrative has just completely changed <laughs> yeah. it's just shifted entirely yes. I mean you you, read, you guys read a lot of Chinese news right yep. yeah. following the companies and all that what is your what is your take of the your news right now? Is this entirely just more positive and everything? Yep. It's it's more positive and uh, but the share price are not uh, as in catching up okay. as yeah. fast as the news that are flowing in China. Okay, and largely also because of the Chinese and US, you know, politics. Yeah. Okay. Where you see the tension still there, and okay. of course you have this uh, 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 balloon saga. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the weather balloon, balloon and all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> I mean, yes, I think uh, you know the US Chinese. Um, 
is, is, is the relationship is a bit you know yeah uh, messy at this point in time um, but that doesn't really affect Alibaba or Tencent anyway no, right no and of course with the the also recently I think we saw TikTok right yeah. the CEO actually flew to US uh, and they're going to potentially ban the app okay so that tension is still mainly boils down to the politics so I think as long as this you know tensions does, don't ease off there are some people will still be very uh, skeptical towards okay uh, but Chinese even if companies. it like yeah. they, I mean they can ban TikTok because TikTok you know does have presence in the US yeah. that will hurt TikTok uh, I mean the bans could come in other ways and all that we'll, maybe we'll cover that in an, another uh, round table, table. Um, but in terms of Alibaba and Tencent most of the business is in China yep. yes. they're not, they don't rely on the US market that mm, much right no yeah I mean Tencent do have some international gaming business but again if you look at the whole business group itself that is still a small part of the business okay right? so about the business revenue actually comes from china especially if you look at alibaba i think almost 100 percent or i won't say 100 percent because they also have their cloud business in asia they, mm. they are expanding out they also did an international business like lazada right and yeah so those about it i would say right it's still in china, china. all right yeah. so if, if i mean now the narrative has just changed the even the the leadership the, the chinese leadership is saying that we're, we're going to support these businesses, businesses yeah. we're going to look for economic growth end of zero covid and all that things are looking up yeah right so what do you think you know you know what do you think this is going to look for like what's going to look like for the chinese tech uh, in the weeks one year yeah, or so I, I would love to say that to the moon right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know in investing you would say cautiously optimistic yeah right? okay yes. <laughs> that's what the management will always tell you right okay. because there's always unforeseen circumstances that could happen yeah right covid yep. is one of those examples and but you no know, if things are going as per normal and the opening up continues and the politics doesn't change that much i mean within the china itself uh i'm not china market is looking on the brighter side because if you were to see start to see these companies report their result uh, and you compare to last year which is a terrible year and mm. this year will looks a lot brighter because okay, the yeah. growth will be there and last year they did yeah. didn't do well because of the huge um, but of course the lockdown. better comparison will be eventually to compare them normalize to yeah. the pre-regulation and pre-covid yeah. uh, yeah. results which I, is I think so? this yeah. year will be a very exciting year as they open up and all yeah. this like people Chinese they are able to travel out and and recently they also announced that the, they, they fully allowed all the foreigners to actually come into the China yeah, before that was like certain visa only right <laughs> okay I was overseas and I, I had, saw Chinese tourists yeah. Here oh. and there. yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. More so we, more I think come, we, yeah. we we can see how this year the the result will change and see it more. It, it seems like a more positive side because you talk to anybody or talk to uh, someone that has been to China, they say it's, everything's like sort of like catching up back back to normal and all this. All right. yeah. yeah, I think the lesson for me here is that wow, the the, the narrative and the perspective can just change. Yeah, almost yeah. overnight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just very easy to get carried away by the bad news yes. yeah. and now it's easy to get carried away by the good news as well yeah. Yeah. if you if you just don't ground yourself with the fundamentals of what you're investing in which is in the case of Alibaba and Tencent they're still just very dominant companies in their industries yeah. um, and that, that that hasn't changed at all yeah so I would expect then uh, this year to do relatively better as compared to uh, last year but you know at the end of the day whether the share price will recover really depends on the fundamental whether the, com- yeah, the, the fundamental whether the companies can deliver that result that what what we believe that you know this okay, company yeah. are really solid you know they have a very strong mode yeah. and strong uh, you know clientele so basically the the, the chinese uh, consumer market okay yeah and the sentiment has shifted has shifted, yep. has shifted. Yeah. all right so i hope that was a pretty good uh, you know wrap up of the chinese tech scene what's happening over there anything else you want to share guys 
Yeah, of course, like I said, you know, there could be a worst case situation like, uh, you know, sanction where what US did with Russia, they okay. could do that to China. Right? Those are the things where I would say I'm for yeah, that's not you know, anyone's <laughs> control. These, these so things. again, there is yeah. always a risk, even though we are bullish okay. on Chinese tech this year. So yeah. you did to bear that in mind and yeah. make sure you diversify your portfolio if you are planning to yeah. invest. There. So if any investment is no recommendation to buy or sell, uh, and regardless whether it's China in China or the US or anything yeah. that you buy, you got to be comfortable with the risks yes. the, of, of any investment because then that's what you are okay with. Yeah. yeah if yeah. not, you just avoid it altogether. So I think that was a pretty good wrap up of what's happening in China and Chinese tech at this point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So my name is Adam. That is Ruthman Victor. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Any questions about you know China Chinese tech? Put them in the comment section. Any suggestions you want us to talk about? Put them in the comment section as well. If you like this roundtable, please hit the like button. Also, it's all always good to tell us that we're doing a good job and of course subscribe to our channel many more on tables coming up and we'll love to see you again